Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Hello again, everybody, and welcome into Gamecock Central Radio. Basketball report today. Emerson Phillips with Gamecock great Joe Rett. Joe, happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Hope you're doing well, man. How you been? I am doing great, man. Happy holidays to you as well, man. I'm getting excited with uh, coming up to the preseason, uh, not the preseason, but the SEC schedule. We, we'll get to see, you know, where this team is really at. You know, this preseason will be over with, and, you know, hopefully we can, uh, you know, get excited about this basketball team now that uh, football season is about to wrap up. Yeah, a lot of excitement surrounding Gamecock basketball with the Final Four trip a year ago, but obviously some key losses to the uh, roster with Cinderius Thornwell and Dwayne Otis and P.J. Dozier moving on. So we knew that Frank Martin would have some very important pieces to replace this year and a bit of a new identity for Gamecock basketball here in 2017-18. So, Joe, let's recap the season to this point. And let's talk about the start of SEC play. The Gamecocks will open Southeastern Conference play coming up on Sunday. The Gamecocks play at Ole Miss in the first Southeastern Conference game of the season. That will be a 6 o'clock tip on ESPN2. So, Joe, the Gamecocks are 9-3, 12 games already in the books here this new season. And, you know, we talked about uh, some graduate transfers being brought in and a host of uh, freshmen coming in to try to help this ball club this year as well. And that was the real question coming into the year is, you know, who's going to be providing the leadership this year with Thornwell gone, Thornwell the top scorer in the NCAA tournament last year. And uh, where would the Gamecocks turn, first of all, for scoring, but also for leadership. And through 12 games, Joe, I think, you know, we've seen a Gamecock team that still has some talent. Chris Silva has been good. He's been one of the leaders of the team. And he's a force every night out for the Gamecocks. But he can't do it alone, Joe. So, uh, let's talk about uh, those two factors to this point, the leadership and scoring punch. What do you see Frank Martin doing through 12 games? Do you feel like the Gamecocks are starting to find an identity, or is Frank Martin still searching for that, Joe? Well, good question. I think he's still searching right now. Uh, I don't know if he would admit that, but for my eyes, for my eyeballs, uh, I think we're still searching. Um, like you said, right now we're 9-3, and three, and if you told me, that we lost all those guys. We lost the player of the year in the SEC. We lost to P.J. Dills. We lost to Dwayne Owens. And to uh, be at this point and say that we're 9-3 with this roster that we have, oh, I, I'm certainly, you know, somewhat surprised and, and happy about that to be 9-3. But on the flip side, um, the schedule hasn't been as tough as it has been in, in the past due to, you know, so, so many unknowns uh, to this team. But, uh, but you know, that's what, um, you know, 
that's the way the thing falls sometimes. We lost a great kid. We thought PJ would come back to be the leader, to be the alpha dog of this team. But it didn't work out that way. So Frank had to go another route by bringing in some um, transfers who I think that's going to definitely have to lead this team because uh, they've been there. They've been through the front. They've been through big games. And they are the guys that, you know, when times are getting tough, when the defensive pressure from other teams, you know, put that pressure on us. Those are the guys, we're talking about Frank Booker, uh, Wesley Myers, those fifth-year transfers. Those are guys that's going to really, really need to step up. And, you know, we got some young guys in there. When you're talking about Justin Manai and, and Felipe Haas and those guys, you know, they, they, they're true freshmen, and they're going to have their ups and downs. They're going to have their moments when you're going to see them shine. You don't have moments where you see them coming out there playing extremely well. Then you're going to have some time where they hit that wall when they're not used to the Especially coming in the SEC play where those guys don't, the defensive pressure is so tremendously tough in that conference, especially on the road. You know, they hadn't been in that atmosphere. So you're going to see some ups and downs, and hopefully um, the fifth year transfers will step up, and along with uh, Chris Silva. You know, like you said, he is actually the face of this program right now, and, and he's still, you know, becoming his own. You know, he's a junior now, and it's, it's a difficult transfer, transformation for him because it's somewhat of the language barrier, but. A lot of times you don't want that big guy sometimes to be the leader. Most times big guys are leader by example, but normally leadership usually comes from the point guard because they're normally an extension of the head coach. And I think that's an area where we're struggling at as who is that true point guard, who is that leader, who's that guard that we can rely on to set the offense when times are tough, who's that guy that's going to get um, this team an easy basket or get it to the right player at the right time. The Gamecocks coming off a 74-45 win over Division II Limestone at the Colonial Life Arena on Wednesday of this week. And uh, that will be the final non-conference game before the start of SEC play against South Carolina and Ole Miss coming up to open the SEC slate this Sunday at 6 o'clock on ESPN2. The Gamecocks traveling to Oxford, Mississippi. So, uh, Joe, in this Limestone game, a career-high 16 points for David Beattie. The freshman from Philadelphia, he shot 6 of 11 and um, one of three from downtown, 16 points in 22 minutes for Beatty, who was shaken up in the Gamecocks' previous game. Uh, you know, eight days prior, the Gamecocks lost at Clemson, and Beatty suffered a knee injury in that ball game, and we weren't sure what his status would be. So it was good to see him after the eight-day break uh, come back and play well against Limestone. But clearly Limestone, a team the Gamecocks, you know, had to beat and were expected to beat. They did so handily. And, Joe, I want to go back to the Clemson game back on the 19th of December and talk about that game because that's the game that really raised some concerns for me. The Gamecocks, you know, didn't shoot the ball well in the first half against the Tigers, but uh, we're only down five at halftime, but then really got run out of the gym in the second half, Joe. And it was two things that stood out to me in that ball game. Number one, the Gamecocks did not shoot it well. Frank Martin had said coming into the season this is the best shooting team that he's ever had. And the Gamecocks only hit two threes in that game against Clemson, both of them coming in the second half uh, after Clemson had already opened up a double-digit lead. So that was a real problem for the Gamecocks. And then, uh, you know, the Gamecocks calling card last year, Joe, was defense. Carolina was one of the top teams in the country defending the three last year, and Clemson shot the ball extremely well from the outside in the win over the Gamecocks earlier this month. Uh, Clemson hit eight of 23s in that win at Little John over South Carolina uh, 10 days or so ago. So, uh, you know, I would talk about uh, Frank Martin again trying to establish the identity of this basketball team. And he's talked about it all throughout the month of December, Joe, uh, the, the fact that this team is still 
you know, he's trying to teach this team to play he, the way he wants them to play. He stated that the Gamecocks have got a problem. Frank Martin says he's going to solve the problem. He's going to fix the problem. But uh, I'm not sure he's gotten it fixed yet. So what are the Gamecocks going to have to do to get back to playing Gamecock basketball, Joe? That's defending the three very well, which they did as well as anybody in the country last year. We haven't seen that uh, every time out so far here in 2017-18. Well, part of the reason so many new faces, uh, you don't have that second or third year guy that was in there that can relate to some of the guys that's been on the team already. So Frank is having to do a lot of coaching, you know, within this team right now. And, you know, going back to that Clemson game, that Clemson game was a very tough game. Um, we were close in the first half, didn't shoot the ball extremely well at all. And a lot of that was due to Clemson. Clemson was Clemson was a very tough team. Uh, Brad Barnett is doing a tremendous job up there with his staff and with his team. And those guys play hard those defense. And by being at Clemson up there uh, on the 19th, I'm not making excuses, but that was pretty much after our little fall of winter break. Uh, part of our winter break, you know, they had exams and you know they was just practicing a little bit, but. Uh, Clemson was tough, and they, they, they made it very, very difficult for them. They, they Their team is similar to what the Gamecocks were last year. Uh, they, they got a lot of juniors and seniors, the guys that have been through the through the fire. They know what to expect from Coach Brownell. They they got experience. They uh, are a very, very tough team. So I expect that team to do pretty well. You know, Bob Brownell, um, it's, a, it's a good year for him. He needs to, uh, you know, have a really good year, and those guys seem to be responding Um to this team, but uh, the identity of this game type team is, is still to be seen. I don't know. Uh, we always hung our hat on defense. We always knew that our defense was going to be that team to keep us in, but, you know, these guys are still young. They're still trying to come in and trying to figure out Frank's system, and it's a difficult process for him, but I think they'll get there because, you know, this team, is we, we struggle scoring in the half court, so we're going to have to step it up on defense to get out and get some easy baskets for this team because in the half court, I think, you know, sometimes we struggle right now. We don't have that true point guard that can break uh, defenses down. You're going to see a lot of teams probably play us a lot of man-to-man because we're just not shooting the ball that well. And a lot of teams don't do that because we don't shoot well. And also to collapse the inside so Chris Silva uh, won't dominate as, as well as he could because, you know, it's just like it's just like almost like football, um, Emerson, you know, you can't start a running game. You can't start a pass game without starting play action, without having a running game. So our team is not going to shoot well unless we get that ball inside to Chris Silva and those other big guys, Felipe Haas and those guys. But, you know, it's an old basketball story. Hey, get the ball inside, start inside, uh, establish yourself inside, and a lot of times it'll open up the outside for them the guys to get some easy baskets. And I think we're just going to get back to our roots by, you know, getting the ball back inside and opening up things for those guards. Gamecocks fell to Clemson 64-48 back on December the 19th. Clemson improved to 10-1 with that win. Gamecocks fell to 8-3, and and it was Clemson's Marquise Reed pouring in a career-high 25 points, 18 of those coming in the second half. And, again, uh, Reed with four threes in the second half to break open what had been a close game in the first half. And Clemson really put it on South Carolina up at Little John back on December the 19th. So then the Gamecocks took eight days off. They came back and beat Limestone on Wednesday behind a career-high 16 points from David Beatty. So South Carolina's 9-3 and three and ready to take on Ole Miss to open SEC play in a New Year's Eve ball game. Six o'clock tip in Oxford, Mississippi. The game will be on ESPN2. Joe, let's talk about the SEC and what you've seen from the Southeastern Conference to this point. 
Uh, Ole Miss is 7-5 and five right now, and they are led by uh, a kid who is from Columbia, South Carolina. Devontae Shuler played at Irmo High before going on to Oak Hill. And Devontae is a player that the Gamecocks were after, you know, played for Tim Whipple at Irmo High School, and uh, ended up signing with Ole Miss. Uh, yes, he is a good kid. He's a guy that um, I've watched play several times throughout his time here at uh, Irmo. Then, he, like you said, he transferred to uh, Oak Hill and had a really good well, tenure there while he was there at uh, um, Oak Hill. But uh, you're talking about a kid that plays tremendously hard that we – we're after, and I thought he would fit the system, but I can't be happy for the kid to go to a, a guy like Andy Kenny, who is a great friend of Frank Martin, who, who they coached together back in the days. And Andy Kenny is one of the coaches that I think he has the longest tenureship in the SEC right now. But um, to be, I'm somewhat surprised that they're seven and five right now because what they they got uh, probably one of the leading scores in the conference. That's uh, Terrence Davis. I think he's averaging about 16.1 points right now. And if you ever keep up with an Ole Miss team. Um, they always have uh, great guard play. Uh, Andy gives those guys the green light down there. Um, they, they, he put those guys in situations where they can get a lot of shots off and, and, and they have a lot of confidence. And then, uh, that's why I feel that Devontae Shuler will be a tremendous uh, player in the SEC by playing with Andy Kennedy down there at Ole Miss. And he'll have a tremendous career. Uh, he's having about nine points right now. And that's really good for a freshman and to be in, 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 in Andy Kennedy's system down at Ole Miss. So we look for a tough game on um, New Year's Eve, and uh, hopefully uh, we can go down there and, and, and if we do what we need to do, we step up and, and, and get back to our roots, and that's playing defense. I think we can uh, have a good chance of beating this Ole Miss team. Ole Miss has won its last two ball games. They beat Bradley 82-59 last time out. Ole Miss was 5-5 five and five at one point in the season uh, with losses to Utah, San Diego State, Virginia Tech, Middle Tennessee and Illinois State. Illinois State beat the Gamecocks earlier this year, so that's the one common opponent this season. So Ole Miss uh, not exactly setting the, uh, the the world on fire right now at seven and five, but they have won their last two. And you know, like the Gamecocks, trying to use the non-conference portion of their schedule to find their identity and figure out what they're going to be all about this year. So six o'clock tip Sunday, New Year's Eve ball game for the Gamecocks and the Rebels on ESPN two. And then, Joe, the Gamecocks come home for a couple of SEC games Wednesday at 9 o'clock against Missouri. That game will also be on ESPN2. And then a Saturday contest against the Vanderbilt Commodores, 645 tip in that ball game. That will be on the SEC Network. So, uh, road game at Ole Miss to open it up. And then two home games, Mizzou and Vandy, Joe. Yeah, so no, no one in the conference right now is really setting and ending on fire right now. Kentucky is not as strong as they normally are. Florida was ranked earlier this year, and they're not doing as good. Alabama's the team that we projected preseason to do extremely well. They're not as doing as well as we thought, but but you do have a Texas A&M team. They are doing really good. Uh, I think they're in the top five right now, if I'm not mistaken. So they're leading the SEC right now, but it's still it was still early. Now we as we get into the conference play, a lot of things change. If you get a win on the road in the SEC at any conference, it's pretty tough. So. Um, this league is off the ground. It's, I don't think it's the one really dominating that like that. You know, knowing we have the Kentuckys and the Floridas that are head, heads over heels better than everybody in the SEC. But this year, there's a, there's a chance. And if we can compete, go out and compete every night and just start making shots, we just have to start making shots and uh, on a consistent basis. And if we could do that and, and get back to our hard-nosed defense that we normally get do by applying tremendous ball pressure, getting out on the threes, making getting in the 
in the passing lane, we have to get back to that to give ourselves a chance to compete in the SEC. I don't think the SEC is as strong as it was last year, as so far as I've seen this year. But hey, we got a chance to get in there. You, anything can happen. We saw that last year. Uh, these guys really have to grow up really fast. And uh, the freshmen, the, the the transfer, they got the buying the Frank system. Silver, they have to stay out of foul trouble. It's just a combination of everything, and if they can all find themselves and find their roles on this team, uh, I think we can be okay. But it'll be tough, but we can be okay. All right, the Gamecocks. SEC home opener Wednesday, January the 3rd against Missouri. Missouri's currently 10-3, 9 o'clock tip on ESPN2 with the CLA. And then Saturday, a week from Saturday, South Carolina and Vanderbilt, 645 Eastern tip on SEC Network. And Vanderbilt's the only team in the SEC right now that's under 500. they They're 5-7 on the year. Then it'll be back-to-back road games for South Carolina at Bama and at Georgia. Bama is eight and four. Georgia's nine and two, and then the Gamecocks get the Kentucky Wildcats at home on January the sixteenth, and that will start an important three-game stretch for the Gamecocks. Kentucky at home on the sixteenth, Tennessee at home on the twentieth, and then at Florida on January the twenty-fourth. So, Joe, we're getting into SEC play here, and you know if the Gamecocks are not sure what kind of ball club they're going to be. In 2018, it's time to find out very quickly because we're getting into conference play and it's about to be on. It is on, Emerson, and and if they don't know their identity by now, we will know real soon. I think they have an idea where they where they're headed. Um, you know, Frank didn't say that for nothing. That they're a tremendously good, one of the best shooting teams out there, and he's just trying to find the right pieces for them, the right put the right five out there to for us as fans to see that. So. I believe in him, and I believe that, that this team can turn it around. I mean, they're not really turning it around. They just need to play better, need to shoot the ball better. And if everything that Frank says, that Frank believes in, in in this team, I think that we will have a good chance this year. So uh, I'm excited. I'm excited yeah. about what's coming up. It's, it's that time of year. Uh, hopefully uh, some of the football fans will start supporting the basketball team now that we're about to get an SEC conference play, and uh, our bowl game is on January 1st. Once that's over, everybody start migrating to basketball. So uh, I definitely would be there supporting the team um, throughout the SEC conference when I'm off. So uh, I'm excited. If, I, if I'm not there, I definitely would be watching. Yeah. We've got a Final Four banner hanging at the Colonial Life Arena now and a Women's National Championship banner. So great time to come on out and support Gamecock basketball. Joe, SEC play getting cranked up, man. We're going to be talking a lot more about it here on Gamecock Central Radio. And we appreciate your time today, man. Happy holidays again. Happy New Year, Joe. Happy holidays to you as well. Happy holidays to all the Gamecock fans. And uh, look forward to another good year in basketball. All Go right. Gamecock. We'll get with Joe again real soon here on Gamecock Central Radio. And I'm Emerson Phillips. Thanks for being with us today to talk Gamecock basketball on Gamecock Central Radio. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply.